Hello there and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower, but really it could be listened to anywhere at all. The whole point of the podcast is we look at the mysteries of the world, those questions that keep you awake at night, that make the hairs on your arms stand up. And we answer them. Listeners send in questions they've always wondered the answer to, and we debunk them in a bite-sized, informative way. Thus far, we've answered questions like... Why does coffee make you poop? Is there a correct way to wipe your bum? Do plants have feelings? Why do we fall in love? In the cinema, which armrest is actually yours? And loads, loads more. I suppose you could say... We expand your mind while you wash your behind. And this week is no different, but before we reveal what this week's question is, whatever device you're listening on right now open it up and click that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode of In The Share with Taz and Marcus whether it's on Stitcher iTunes Spotify Deezer wherever you're listening click the subscribe button and we'll be in your ears forever if anything it's just for your own personal hygiene I mean the more you listen to us the more you'll shower and then you'll be squeaky clean and you'll finally get with that person you like because you won't smell anymore (laughs) without any further ado this week's question Marcus this week's question comes from one Neil Young great name for a great question Um, he said Marcus I know you are a DJ so this question is aimed at you but I'd love if you could both answer it for me why do we love music so much So yeah, this week's question is all about music. What happens to be your favourite song, Marcus? Oh, don't, don't start an already difficult episode with literally the hardest question in the world. It's so tough, isn't it? Like, do you know what? It's probably the hardest question. I've always been obsessed with music. Genuinely. Like, proper, keeps me up at night, wakes me up in the morning, listen to it all day long. So boiling it all down to one song is borderline impossible for me. It's such a, it's such an amazing thing, music. I remember having a, having a conversation with Kevin Thornton, who was a, yeah. a well-known Irish chef, and he was saying, if you could only live with food or music, what would you choose? And I kept flipping between the two because they're both so essential. Like, imagine not having music. It just, it, it has the ability to make you happy, make you sad, bring you back. It's, it's so weird how music can literally soundtrack eras of your life. Isn't it? Like, okay, just a, as an example, what's like your teen disco song? Oh, God. Okay. Like, when I was 14, 15, 16, I had terrible taste in music. Well, not necessarily terrible taste, but at discos, music would yeah, be Yeah, like, it always, it's, it's such a weird mix of, like, current stuff and then, like, the stuff that's at every teen disco ever. And, and, then and just probably like, still is now. And the, probably, yeah. yeah. And then, like, the weirdest 90s kind of, like, obscure bangers, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
we have to look at why we have music. Other than forgetting the shift at teenage discos. Well, you know what? Funnily enough, there's no better place to, to start at that point of teen disco shifting. Um, the father of evolutionary science himself, Charles Darwin, once stated, I conclude that musical notes and rhythms were first acquired by the male or female progenitors of mankind for the sake of charming the opposite sex. Well, Marcus, very good on the English accent. You could definitely get yourself a side gig. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> but you mean to tell me that Darwin also thought it was all about getting the shift, like music was all about getting the shift. You know what, we've said getting the shift about 20 times in the last minute. Uh, for our overseas listeners, getting the shift is a common Irish slang term originating in the wilds of the west of Ireland, referring to the passionate kiss between two people. Generally asked in the phrase... Did you get the shift at the disco? Did you get the shift at the disco? My friend wants to know, will you shift me? Will you shift my friend? I'm my friend. <laughs> it's so, kind of know, like a making out. You making know? out, mm, yeah. yeah. You know what, next time, Americans, next time you're in your local bar, if you're over 21s, just walk up to someone and go, can we shift? <laughs> and then they'll probably help you move furniture or something. <laughs> anyway, back to Darwin. Back to Darwin. Um, many evolutionary scientists, and uh, this is all stemming from Darwin's statements, believe that prehistoric humans developed music as a means of attracting a mate. In the same way that, like, you know, birds of paradise and peacocks developed eloquent feathers to, to, to attract people, or to attract a mate to them. Oh my God, wow. So since humans don't have feathers... Well, most of them anyway. Most yeah. of them, other than you, Marcus. And the law of survival of the fittest dictates that the best are the most likely to reproduce and pass on their genes and behaviour. They took to singing instead. Precisely. It's, it's thought that song in that form was a way for potential mates to showcase their skills and creativity. It's probably why so many musicians still have massive sex appeal. Mmm, so that's it. We like music because it kind of revs the engine, helps you make them babies. No, obviously that's like one level. I mean, if you want to say that is like the icing on the cake, but there's still a big deep cake of, of music under there. So Ooh. like... Several scientists have looked at primates for the answer because they're our closest relatives and a lot of our, our innate behaviours can be, can be observed in chimps and stuff like that. We've so talked about primates so much. We've talked about primates. Like it's just going to be in the jungle with two primates. <laughs> um, most primates bond through one-on-one -on -one grooming in social groups. Um, but as groups got bigger, when uh, we separated from you know, primates into homo sapiens, the groups got too big. Our social groups evolved and evolved and evolved. And one-on-one -on -one bonding actually began to take way too long because there was just simply too many members in the group. Mm. So it's thought that music evolved to bring large groups together as one. And it's actually known scientifically as vocal grooming. Wow. So one primate could attract more than one person at a time. Exactly. Oh my God, so, amazing. So instead of picking fleas out of each other's heads, everyone would get together and sing songs and make beats, etc. Yeah, it's actually... It still happens today. When you look at it, singing your music can reach and communicate with large groups simultaneously, as well as conveying mood or a message. Unificatory song still exists in the form of the likes of, say, like, protest chants or national anthems mm. or kind of, you know, like, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Yeah. Like, everyone kind of does that. Um, it kind of brings people together. Exactly. As well as bringing people together, these songs can often have actions that coincide with certain beats that can help people do work or work towards a common goal. So if you can imagine people working in a field or like you know when you when you watch movies of people on a chain gang in the old west you know mm. hammering rocks they're all singing songs where there's always a beat or even marching is it marching exactly yeah the same a, thing? a march would be exactly the same thing that it's like 
you're doing something to a beat. So basically, music kind of brings us together. It's a way to display our skills to potential mates, but it also kind of serves as a means of bringing large groups of people together and conveying mood, unification, anything else? Without going too far, and kind of as a final point on this section of the episode, music can be an amazing learning tool for babies and young children. Um, It helps teach them things like cooperation, coordination, the anticipation of events, such as if you're happy and you know it, clap your hand, like, mm. and then the clap comes, yeah, yeah. and pattern recognition. So like recognizing rhythmic patterns and stuff like that. Um, even think about the way we naturally talk to babies. Yeah, completely. The really soft tones, which are almost musical. But even like think about if you, when you learn the alphabet, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Cause you kinda... Twinkle, twinkle, little star, all written by Mozart. Really? Holy there moly. There you go. Like, I, thought, I know you thought I was going to say like Pitbull or something. <laughs> but no, it was Mozart. Rihanna. And apparently, <laughs> Rihanna. Yeah, apparently he did it when he was like eight years old or something. Holy Yet shit. Yeah, churning out those beats. What a what a what a what an amazing guy. But do, do your your best baby noise. But like you know you're going to talk to a baby like this and you talk to it and it's yo yo yo. Yeah. That soft speech actually prepares children to like learn different sounds. Wow, that's really, super really, interesting. Really, really, so really kind of really like from such a young age you're being it's music. It's music from such a young age. Exactly. Mm, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Okay, so that's why we have music. But why exactly do we love it? Like at the end of the day, Music is just sound waves, which is the same as, you know, a, a dolphin squeaking or a dog barking or you doing some squeaky, loud farts. So why is music appealing and the sound of farts not? Not just because it's accompanied with the most horrific smell in the world. <laughs> well, I don't know if anyone's listening to fart sounds, but just about every region of our brains are stimulated by music. Um, even the reward and pleasure centres that crave things like drugs or sexy sex. Uh, babies will naturally bop to a beat without being taught how to do it. Uh, mm. You can intrinsically tell the mood of a music, whether it's happy, sad, disjointed, melancholic, by listening to it. And mm. the hypothesis about that is that the part of your brain which is triggered by music the most is also the part which controls motion and movement. So kind of like naturally dancing or tapping your foot to a beat, actually. Kind of, yeah. That's that's music and movement together. So scientists in Dartmouth College did an experiment recently which seems to link the way that people observe emotion and movement through empathy with how people see emotion in music. Okay. So a large group was split in two and each group was asked to either animate a ball to a series of notes or put a series of notes to an animation of a ball. When linked up, the two matched incredibly well. No way! Yeah, so the experiment was carried out um, in several cultures as well. It wasn't just carried out in America or England or like they did this in Cambodia. They did this with isolated villages. And guess what? What? The results were common all throughout. Okay, that's so cool. So say, for instance, we, I see a dun, 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 or like a, it's like a dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Like you, yeah. you would visually see that and recognize notes in your well, head. Well, no, like it's not even, no, it wasn't even that. It's like, so, there was two groups. Uh-huh. One of them was just given an animation of a ball. Okay. So it might have been bouncing gently or it might have been like bouncing frantically around or it might have been like bouncing towards you. And they were asked to put music to that. Okay. And other people were asked to animate the ball to the music that they heard. Okay. And because like there was no way of actually overlapping the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just found that the reactions were common. Wow, that's very, very cool. really, really interesting, mm. yeah. So it's kind of in the same way that we can look at somebody and recognize them being visibly sad or and understand the emotion there and feel it. Um, or if we see something that makes us happy, our brains process music in much the same way. And it makes us feel all the feels for a few reasons. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why we love music. 
and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's all it's all emotive, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Any any nice facts to end this beautiful episode? Absolutely. Um, right. So you know the chills you get when you listen to music. Yes. When I was talking about pattern recognition and anticipation earlier, that's caused by your brain releasing dopamine while anticipating that massive climax in a song. What? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Absolutely. Any more? Yeah. I, I, okay. Last fact, and this one is crazy because you know. This episode is about why do we love music. Uh-huh. Your heartbeat literally changes to mimic the music you're listening to. Stop! Music is found to modulate heart rate, blood pressure, and respiration. Um, and the cardiovascular system mirrored deflating crescendos and swelling crescendos in a, in a study of 24 volunteers. Wow, that's amazing. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make your, uh, show me the heartbeat of Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> Oh, of course he's a DJ. <laughs> so there you have it, Neil Young. We've answered uh, answered your question. I've lo- I've been fascinated by That's this. That's a really lovely, lovely, lovely answer. Music is so incorporated into our lives. If we don't, even if even if there's people out there who don't love music as much as say you or I or even any musicians out there, it is incorporated into everybody's life. It's Every nuts. single thing that we do. Even like I'm thinking about it. Even when you when you have the walking man, the sound that the it's mad. It's just in everything. But it's crazy to think that uh, that music is literally just a collection of sound waves. It's so amazing. Anyway, anyway, Jesus Christ, this episode could go on for another another hour or so. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of In the Shower. I think this could be episode number 40, which is very exciting. If you haven't listened to all the other episodes, there's a whole bank of them there ready to be binge listened to. 40 of them. 40 of them. If you listen, then you will be a more interesting dinner party guest. Guaranteed 100% people will find you sexier you'll have more things to talk about you'll be cool and as we were saying if you're listening on your phone or your computer wherever you're listening open up the app whether it's Stitcher Spotify iTunes Deezer whatever it may be and click that subscribe button and while you're there leave us a rating and review because that would really really help people like you find people like us so a couple of thank yous just before we wrap up the episode big thank you to Alan Paddy and Kira in the Head Stuff Podcast Network for allowing us to talk about things like this every single week while you are in the shower next up thank you to Flo Robinson for our lovely cover art we love you Flo finally a big thank you to Dave Gertzman if you're on Instagram it's Dave's Recordorama for creating our super catchy jingle um, you can get in touch with him if you need a jingle created and he will probably make the best one of your entire life and last but certainly not least thank you very very much for listening to this episode and dedicating your ears to Taz and Marcus for the last 15 or so minutes we love you so much next week's question then what is it Taz? next week's question comes from the infamous Paddy that we thank at the end of every podcast Paddy works for the Head Stuff podcast network and he asked do mice actually like cheese that episode will be ready next monday just in time for your morning shower but in the meantime keep scrubbing this has been a production of the headstuff podcast network